0: You're listening to DevOps and Docker Talk, a podcast hosted by me, Brett Fisher. I'm an online course creator, consultant, and a Docker captain. This is a special episode of just news and upcoming events related to Docker and my live streams. You can get show notes in your podcast player or at brettfisher.com slash podcast. This podcast is sponsored by you. Well, that is if you're supporting me on my Patreon page. It's now the one-stop shop for getting all my updates on everything I'm creating around containers and DevOps. There's something new every week, and it's free to follow me there for updates, even if you're not sure about becoming a patron yet. The link's in the show notes. Okay, it's been two months since the last episode, so you're probably wondering, why the gap? What have I been doing? Well, I took a vacation to see the family after the new year. Then I got a cold for two weeks, so I didn't want to sound like this, and didn't want to do any recording. And then we got a 10-week-old Cavalier Spaniel puppy that we're calling Finn, you know, from Star Wars, of course. But you'll be seeing more of him, I'm sure, in my videos. Then coronavirus happened and some other stuff. And now we're here. So, (laughs) pooh, that's a lot. But I'm back and I've got a full list of podcasts already recorded and ready to ship and some really cool events coming up that I'm part of that I will want to talk to you about for a minute. The first one is today I'm recording this on March 13th. Next week, on Thursday, March 19th, I'm having a special episode on my live show, you know, the typical Thursday thing I do, and it's going to be focused around Swarm in 2020. Now, you might have written off Docker Swarm, and for a few minutes there, I was kind of wondering if I was going to have to, too, because Docker split last year, and there's this whole story that I want to get into around basically reminding us where Swarm came from, what the purpose was, what happened over the last four months, because a lot has happened, and where we are now. The good news is, is Swarm has a bright future. It has Mirantis growing the team and planning for this to be a more featured orchestrator, so we can expect new features in 2020 and hopefully beyond. Anyway, don't want to spoil all of it, but check out that show coming next week. Then on March 26th, the week after, That Thursday, the 26th, I'm hosting the Docker birthday live stream on the official Docker channel on YouTube for three hours with a bunch of Docker engineers, Docker captains, and experts talking about the latest tech in Docker land. So I'm super excited about that as well. You definitely want to check that out and be a part of the YouTube live stream for that to ask questions. I'll have more updates on both of those on my Patreon page as I get the information. Also, you may have heard months ago that DockerCon is going digital this year. And I've been working with the team for months on the live stream conference that we're going to have. It's super cool. I just I almost can't sleep at night. I talk so much about it and I get so excited. So I really hope that you will make some time later this year. We're going to have all the information coming up in the next few weeks. Not a whole lot is final on paper, so I don't want to give you any spoilers that may not be true, but we got some pretty cool tech and some pretty cool stuff going to happen. So I'm hoping you'll be involved and sign up for that and join us on the Con virtual live stream day. We're going to basically be doing an all day um, thing. And like I said, more stuff to come. Lastly, Docker has released their first ever public roadmap, including all their open source tools like Docker Desktop, Docker Engine, Docker Compose, and the rest. So you can find it at github.com slash Docker slash roadmap. They really want your ideas for new features and to build the products you're using every day to make them even better. So here's your chance to get involved and to fix the things you don't like and to add the features that you don't have yet. So links are in the show notes to get that stuff. And I definitely suggest you take it out because it's the first time we've really seen a glance into what Docker's planning over the next months and possibly even up to a year in the future. Next up, I want to talk about the Docker Certified Associate Certification an exam. So if you've heard of the DCA, it's Docker's equivalent of what you would typically get with a software provider's basic certification in their software. And we don't technically today have a Docker-only certification because the DCA was always designed to be around Docker enterprise. But yes, it did test you on the basics of Docker command lines and some swarm commands, but It was really designed for the enterprise where they were using the Docker Enterprise product and they were using DCA, the registry product, and UCP, the universal control plane, and all these different things that were part of the paid offering. So I never really felt like it was the thing that most people needed to get because we just don't have that. There is no basic container certification that I'm aware of that's not vendor-specific focused on a vendor's uh, paid tool, right? So the DCA was technically moved to Mirantis during the Docker split, and they took that over because they took the Docker Enterprise product, so it would make sense that they took the certification for it. Now, we weren't really sure over the last three or four months what was happening with that certification, and if you're someone who paid attention to Docker Enterprise versions and the DCA exam itself, you knew that that exam was quite out of date. It was actually several years out of date. And it really needed to be updated for the modern version of the Docker Enterprise platform that includes Kubernetes. The exam that we've all taken, I took it over two years ago when it was in beta, that sort of 1.0 exam was only on the 1.x versions of Docker Enterprise that just had Swarm. It did not contain any questions on Kubernetes, which is a fundamental part of the Docker Enterprise platform going forward. So what happened here in March 2020 was the exam was silently updated to now include different kinds of questions and include the updated Docker Enterprise tooling, which means Kubernetes questions about pods and services and the like. So in the show notes, you can get some links to the updated exam prep guide that Docker itself and Mirantis have updated. Technically, at this point, this is all Mirantis is doing. It's not really anything that I've gotten anyone at Docker to it say that they're involved with. And as far as everyone knows at Docker, it's purely on the Mirantis side for this exam. But it's being marketed as the Docker DCA. And you find out this information on the Docker website. So it's quite confusing right now. But if you're considering taking the DCA, here's a couple of things I recommend. One, every study guide on the internet is now obsolete. Everything you've looked at, including my own courses, and any other stuff out there is obsolete unless they've been updated after March of 2020 to include the Kubernetes updates to the Docker Enterprise platform. And two, I wouldn't even recommend the DCA at this point, unless you are specifically going to go for a job that's using Docker Enterprise platform, or if you're thinking of using it in your current company, and maybe you're weighing that against other platforms that you can buy that run Kubernetes. So for a lot of my students, they ask me, should I take the DCA? Should I go for the Kubernetes exams? And I would say, Because the Kubernetes exams are based on open source tooling, and they're maintained by the Linux Foundation, I think they're generally more useful if you don't know what certifications you're going to need in the future. To me, it's kind of like going and getting AWS certifications when you really don't know what cloud job you're going to get. AWS is the most popular, so it's probably the best thing to do until you know exactly what you need for that job, right? If you're going to go apply for a job that has Azure requirements, then you might want to rush out and get Azure. But generally, the AWS ones will prove that you know at least one cloud, right? I have no idea how many people have taken the DCA. I definitely know a lot of my students have taken the original 1.0 exam, and it has helped them get jobs that were focused specifically on Docker. But going forward, I'm not sure where this Certification really is going to fit. It probably should be renamed at this point to the Mirantis certification because it's going to be focused on the Mirantis platform. And that does mean it's going to need some Docker commands and Kubernetes commands. But just like a lot of these other exams, I mean, the Kubernetes one requires that you understand how containers run. So, you know, you do have to have that base knowledge just to take a Kubernetes exam. So I don't know. I go back and forth on it. I would say figure out what products and tooling your job is going to need or which jobs you want and then go take those tests. And then as you go throughout your career, you're probably gonna wanna fill out the gaps with other tooling. I generally advise to not go and take a whole bunch of certifications on the same thing, right? I wouldn't recommend you go take a bunch of different cloud certifications from different cloud providers, just focus on one. And I'd say that same thing here. Most people now recognize the two Kubernetes certifications. And if you think you're gonna get a job related to Kubernetes at all, you might as well go get those. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this podcast. It's actually turned from just an introduction to an existing podcast into its own because I had so much stuff to talk about that's coming up and things that have happened lately. Look forward to the live streams coming up soon that I've talked about. And I look forward to seeing you online in the live events. So thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.